he didn't listen to the intrusive thoughts. <laughs> that was the perfect time to hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what you were talking about. <laughs> That's a great shirt, by the way. Man. Thank you. Hello. Uh, welcome to Shrimp Hours. Number 49. Is that a Stella? Shout out to Ken Schrader. That, that, that does look like a Stella. It is a Stella. I recognize um, the paper top that you have to switch. Uh, it up. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm drive through. Uh, Rusty's here. Slab's here. Cody's here. Ben's here. Hello. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do we? I, I want to do something special for next week, but I haven't figured it out yet. So maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Uh. But this is also the last ever episode of this show, so just don't watch again. Um, It's over. Yeah, it's dead. You know what else is dead? It's over. NASCAR. NASCAR is dead. This is we're supposed to open the show and talk about it, but they didn't do anything this week, which I guess kind of makes sense because they were just all over the West Coast for the last few weeks. Give them a damn break. Um, I'm not gonna lie though. The uh, 2021 when they did the Olympics and they had like two weeks off and we got to see like NASCAR drivers just like while out on Instagram and stuff. That was pretty based. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they don't go skiing or snowboarding or whatever. Hey, that that was the summer of white boy <laughs> summer and uh, uh, Kyle Busch twerking on by the pool. Hey yo. <laughs> uh, F1 happened. It was okay. Uh, an IndyCar happened and nobody watched that. What? No, uh, IndyCar was based. Dude, what are you oh, people watched IndyCar. It was mega based. IndyCar was pretty sick. Damn. I saw highlights. Dude, they repaved it. It was fast. It was slick. It. Everyone was just fucking Dude, it. And yeah. All right, I stand corrected. Drivers were just brawling and body slamming uh, each other. It was hot, dude. Yeah, it was the so last, hot. the last few years, IndyCar Road America has been a little just kind of lackluster, a little bit boring. But uh, yeah, some with the repave. Like there was so much drama even before the first qualifying oh, yeah. session. Dude, uh, Scott like... Dixon and Will Power. Scott Dixon, I uh, like spun. I do out remember of seeing the corner, that. And he just he was trying to like go to the left or something. I don't know where the hell he was trying to go because even if he went up a few turns, pit roads on the right side of the track, not the left side. But yeah, he uh, like Grosjean or someone clears him, and he just cranks the wheel to the left, and Will Power's there and just <laughs> Will Power killed him, wanting to throw hands afterwards. And this is practice. Not even yeah, there was like seven. Yet. There was like seven like separate crashes, like just in practice. Like dudes are just like on Damn. it. They were sending it, and, and even dude, in they the were, they were three the seconds faster. They were flat out through the carousel, dude. It was damn. IndyCar that rode America's dude. back. And Will Power cut like an unbelievable promo, like like just going at Will uh, Dixon and then threw a jab yeah. at Grosjean right at the end. It's like we need more of this. We need more. <laughs> He did do the double birds. Yeah, yeah doing the yeah. power birds. Yep. <laughs> Damn, I should have watched that. Like I, I honestly thought it was going to be bad. Didn't do that when he won the Indy 500. <laughs> <laughs> did, would, would you get fined for that as a driver? Flipping birds on TV? Yeah, but you'd win so much money at the Indy 500, it wouldn't matter. That's Who am fair. I thinking of that won the Indy 500 and they just cut to his radio and they just yell, fuck! Who am I, <laughs> who am I thinking of? Who the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know any car enough for that. God damn it. Uh, all right, you work on that. We'll work on uh, okay. what's Twitter doing. Uh, 
There's been a lot of Chicago talk. The NASCAR race at Chicago is... Can we talk about the brain-dead kid who said uh, passing an F1 so rare so it's more special and there's so much passing an IndyCar, it doesn't matter? Dude, there's... <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did see that. There's so <laughs> many bad F1 fan takes. It's just like... I, I, I hate F1 just because of kids on Twitter. Dude, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a good meme. Of, like, it should be illegal to see a 14-year-old's opinion on Twitter. Like, like, yeah. like get him out of here. Like... <laughs> It's supposed to be a site for only 18 and up. Like, what the f fuck? Because, I mean, you can find like gore and porn, and then some like 13 year old telling you, hey, I'm 13. By the way, here's my fucking awful take. <laughs> here's my opinion that makes no sense. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of those teenagers in their TikTok addled brains regurgitating <laughs> whatever nonsense just passes through their fucking brain hole. Well, there's a lot of adults being stupid, too, because there's a lot of rednecks who, I guess, haven't been in a city before, and everyone's like, oh, yeah. Chicago is so, you know, people are going to get shot. There's going to be fucking horrible things happening in a race weekend, which is literally in, like, a beautiful park downtown, like, by the water. It is in the best part of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's literally, it. like, a great place to be, and people are being stupid. Meanwhile, Scott Dixon got <laughs> robbed at gunpoint at a Taco Bell right outside the Speedway in Indiana. <laughs> These things happen. We, we went to Indiana. We heard fucking drive-by shooting first night we were there. <laughs> Dude, hey, yo. We're like unloading. We're unloading like all the liquor to make the, the blue punch. water. Wait, like at the house? Yeah, at the house. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. like we're unloading all the liquor, and then all of a sudden I hear, like, as I'm bringing the last bag in... <laughs> Nice noise gate. Yeah, the noise gate hated that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then all these pops go off, and then like a little while later, it's like guys, I think somebody just did a drive-by shooting, and then we hear the <laughs> sirens come by. And then oh Rusty, of course, Rusty, of course, ordered a fucking pizza, so now he's got to go pick that up. He goes by where the fucking shooting. Dude, so yeah, so I I cross the intersection and I see the lights like down like like one of like the the, the main veins. And, I, and it takes, I'm like, please don't follow me. And it follows right behind me towards the murder scene or whatever, what, the alleged murder scene. I don't know what went down there, but I could not believe I was like, <laughs> as it was happening live in Indianapolis, uh, like I'm just trying to get a pizza and like I stumble upon the scene that like Slap told us about like three minutes prior. Like, oh like showing us like video as you like driving by yeah. it, just like all this lights and everything is starting to get dark out. He's like, no, dude, I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. He gets to the fucking pizza place. They haven't even started making the pizza yet. He's like, on, uh, you guys sitting there for here. 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm glad me and Caleb missed that. <laughs> was that on the? I saw people posting like lists of like cities more dangerous than Chicago. Was Indy on that list? I think yeah, it might yeah. have been. It has to be. I know St. Louis was definitely there, was. St. Louis. Tough. Yeah, Milwaukee, I think it was like top six. It was like six on that list. Damn. Shout out. <laughs> Hometown. <laughs> those, those are just major cities, though. Like, if you look at like per capita, like some of the most dangerous places in the United States are like in Alabama and Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Montana. The, the places where a lot of these people scared of cities are from. Dead Kaczynski. <laughs> um, More like Dead Kaczynski, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're still like two weeks away from that Chicago race, so. Uh, I, I'm just worried. I'm just worried. I cannot this wait conversation for this shit show. God, going. it's going to be a shit yeah. show. Not because yep. of like crime, just because it's a street course. 
They're trying to get it ready. They're going to fuck it. They're going to fumble the bag either in construction or maybe or, or if it actually does go off, everybody who's racing there is going to take their brain, throw it out the window, and just drive like absolute animals. So I in iRacing, uh, I think two weeks ago, whenever the, the new update dropped, they like updated the Chicago street course to match what it's actually going to be like. Um, like walls and everything for the actual race. So I've actually been driving it because they have AI too, which means I'm actually using it. Um, and there's a couple turns. There's one of them where <laughs> you have to like break, turn right 45 degrees, and then break some more, where I think people are just going to fuck it. And then there's another one at the uh, end like of the lap. The at Long Beach is just kind of weird. And... But it's worse than that because you have to like break a little bit and then get it turned in and then break more. And I think people are going to like mess up the the rhythm there but there's also after they do the little like where they go straight and they do like the whoop-de-whoop around the the pillars or whatever in the park there's this one part of the track that's like two cars wide <laughs> it's like it's just like a little shoot and you come out of this this you get this right turn left turn right turn where you're like on the edge and then you have to break really hard down this little chute for like a 90 degree corner with like no runoff. I'm sitting there. That's going to be like Red Flag City, tons of dudes piling in. I can't wait. Yeah, there's a bunch of grandstands. All over it, dude. Yeah. There's a bunch of grandstands right there, too. Like right next to that little chute. I don't know what it's called, but I, this track I, is going to be the American Macau. Mark yeah, Albert. they're going to stack it up like that one Macau wreck where they just had like Mercedes <laughs> and Porsches flying. Yeah, when they stacked up the uh, they stacked up the GT cars at one time so bad that they exactly had like 20 cars about. just blocked. The whole thing was just stuck. Millions and millions of pounds of damage. Oh, the mighty Macau strikes How again. the humanity? Yeah, exactly. Let me, uh, let me pull up a map of this because I'm telling you, man. It's going to happen. If there's no runoff, that's just awful design <laughs> no runoff anywhere it's just barrier like uh turn 11 here i'll pull this up because they the one that i'm the first one that i was talking about turn four like you kind of got to like turn left or turn right here and then break harder oh, for man. turn five Dude, that's a little bit lake. sketchy someone's but cartwheeling over lakeshore avenue and Turn away. 11. You come out of this whoop de whoop and you just have this tiny little shoot and then just wall. <laughs> Is that a tree there? Yeah, that's in like the boulevard in the middle of the road. So they have to use one side. So it's only a few lanes wide. Dude, you're right. I'm sure the parking uh, situation I think here it's is actually on this super convenient and not at all a major. I think it's actually thing. on this side of the street that they run it, but they basically come out of here and then you got to like. You can't take this full throttle, so you have to like lift and then just break, and then Dude, there's just a wall. So that'll be fun. Spot. So that's the spot to be turn 11. Easy three. Flips. Keep an eye out for it. <laughs> it's in two weeks. Um, maybe the lad runoff. Probably not. Uh, all right. Other thing that's going on on Twitter uh, is a bunch of billionaires who are about to die in a submarine trying to see the <laughs> they, Titanic. They're, they're, they're if gone. they haven't already, they're they're gone. Yeah, they're probably done. I saw the the news report of the, the Coast Guard guy saying like they have forty hours of oxygen left, and I don't know when that was from, but probably a while ago. I'm pretty sure once they lost contact, that was just just the thing imploding, just that super deep. So right right before the show, we watched like a CBS news report from a few months ago of them like visiting the sub and and going to see the Titanic, and that thing is 
sketchy. That is. They scuffed, have to sign dude, a, a waiver. So they control it with a fucking Xbox 360 controller. No, not, not even, even like, like an no, official one. It's the yeah, it's the it's Logitech, Logitech 310 or whatever. Wireless controller. <laughs> and it, the whole thing is lit from the inside with like these third-party like halogen like fluorescent tube world. lights. They <laughs> bought at a fucking Dollar General or some shit. They didn't even I have the wire controller inside of there, and I would have said no. I'm out. I'm done. I'm not taking well, that thing 20 feet deep in the water. Let they have down to, to the Titanic. They have a waiver that you have to sign to get in, which says, like, I understand this craft is certified by absolutely no one. <laughs> it's like, this is just something that some guy built. So that was going to be my question. Have they actually done trips to the Titanic before? Yeah. Or, is this, or yeah. is this just like a money stunt where they're trying to get, like, people to, like, they're scamming dudes and, like, no, bodies are this, disappearing. I don't know. In this news piece, they, they got down there. And, yeah, and, so the, and yeah, the dude so also said, like... Before. The dude also okay. said he's just lost money on this project. Like, it's not a scam. He's not making anything. I don't... He spent millions on up. a stupid he said machine. We've, we've invested, like, a million dollars into this, but they're charging 250k a ticket. Yeah, but they're and renting five that... Pit. You've made your money back with one trip, if I'm but doing it correctly. No. To no, get out there... There's a mothership they have to either buy or rent, and then... They're renting the fuel... an oil rig, like, service ship, and then when, <laughs> when the weather's not good, they have to sit out there for, like, a dude. week. I saw the clip of the water where they're looking for it today. It was like, like, like they're gone. They're gone. Like, That's like, over. <laughs> I put in some pictures that. of uh, the setup of the controller as well as they have like some dollar store speakers in there. Oh, no. <laughs> dollar store speakers. Oh, like this... the, ex the extended thumbsticks. They don't even get the wired controller. What happens if like the Bluetooth unpairs? Like, Dude, <laughs> they can't what control it is anymore. going on in here? Yeah, this that's is like computer so sketchy. right there. Hey, oh, they got the they got the 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 schooled computer cart out there. That's pretty <laughs> funny. Oh my god. I do appreciate that they have like 3D printed controller analog stick extenders <laughs> to get that precision. He said those oh, handles are just on like top. are they taped? Is that electrical tape? Or it could be taped. Uh, but yeah, this is <laughs> this is what they're controlling it with. Fucking incredible. And they they have no way to locate the uh, shipwreck on their own, so they have to have the mothership hit it with sonar and then like kind of direct them towards it through text messages. Oh. Yeah, in the in the news piece, they're like, this ship, uh, they need the mothership to help it navigate because it does not have GPS underwater, but they apparently can get texts. Like, what do we got? Like, 5G, like, cell towers, like, under the ocean? Like, what the, what the fuck is going on? This is the guy that runs it, by the way. Uh, we got this RGB at Walmart. We got the handles for the roof at Canadian Tire or whatever the hell he said. Dude, I wouldn't climb in this thing like above like the water. Like, look how claustrophobic. That like, is. look at that thing, dude. That that's the pod. That's the and pod. You want to go? They down put five the dudes in that the thing. Pod. And the part that everyone like doesn't even talk about. This thing is bolted with seventeen bolts from the outside. There's no yeah, way can't to get, get out. out from the inside, even if they resurface. So let's say the thing resurfaced successfully and they're like maybe five miles away from the search party. No one sees them. They're just going to sit there and bob and starve to death <laughs> yeah. like at the surface because no one can come. They can't get out until someone with that drill undoes all those bolts from the outside. Couldn't crazy. have happened to a better group of people. Shout out to all the Jesus. billionaires on the fucking oh, fuck. 
It's just like all those millionaire people that like try to climb uh, Mount Everest and they leave all their trash oh out God. there. And they, like, <laughs> dude, it's exactly like mountain. that. I was it's reading a bunch of stuff about, about that. that. I just watched the documentary on cleaning Mount Everest that was released <laughs> like in 2016. It's just nuts, like how much garbage is up there. People dude, go up how there many just leave their people just die? <laughs> And like oxygen tanks are just everywhere. Yeah, from the one McDonald's they have in Nepal. A fucking McDouble. Just, ah, that's good. Just toss the wrappers <laughs> off the mountain. We, we got to do an animal planet like live on the scene from Mount Everest. <laughs> Dude, this, I'm saying the, summit. The, the jankiness of this submarine thing. This is literally like a crazy ass moment in history, like in progress. Mm -hmm. we're, we're witnessing like the next stupid story. <laughs> it's just going down and five dudes who went to go yeah, see a if, shipwreck if that, and that joined thing, it. At the depth it was at, if it sprung one single leak, it was immediately over. They're way done. past yeah. crush death, and that whole thing goes <laughs> just like that in an instant. They are they they can't even like search the floor, right? They don't even have they can probably use they can sonar down there, right? to try to find out where the submersible is. There's, yeah, I There's believe the Marines has has a uh, sonar buoys out there to, to look for it other than that you know what the worst part would be if they're at the bottom of the ocean and still alive if like a submarine comes down and finds them those submarines are meant to like go down there look around and come back up there's no submarines that are meant to like all right let's anchor on and haul another submarine up back to the surface yeah like, it, yeah it'll be a whole operation you would have to have like a salvage ship that had some sort of like crane with a tether long enough to get down that far and i don't yeah. think that exists it's about four thousand meters, and so on. Uh, I saw like a little uh, like list of things, like just kind of putting into perspective how deep that is. One of them was it's the entire length of Indianapolis Motor Speedway vertically. I was like, huh. I honestly thought yeah. it would have been more than that. Yeah, I thought it was way deeper than that. Think about how I mean, long it would take you to walk miles around. Deep. Yeah, that's two and a half miles deep. Oh, all right, my bad. My bad. Four kilometers. So if the military finds them, they like send them an invoice for like. Ten billion dollars when they get rescued, like, like you know, you take an ambulance ride. Like, like what happens when they get discovered? No, 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 no. They're billionaires. They don't have to pay. <laughs> you're right. You're right. The billionaires never pay. <laughs> Rusty, ever since you said an animal planet on Mount Everest, I'm just picturing doing a bathroom <laughs> review, like of all the base camps. <laughs> oh, look at these here, animals. Here we are at the, one of the dead bodies we use as a marker. We've taken a shit over here. Fucking green boots. <laughs> Yeah, we're taking a shit over by green boots. <laughs> Have you read about green boots, Cody? <laughs> That's like an actual thing. Like, there's I know, a dude I who exactly yeah, died in a cave like 20 years dude, ago. Imagine, like, you live, you're born, you have your childhood, you live your entire life, and just all your legacy is is hey, here, well, here's green boots. Just some poor corpse that didn't make it. No, he's got some brightly colored boots, so that'll be his identifiable factor. That's all he'll be known for. Dude, Everest not like, not like what a son or father or like a husband. He was just, oh, there's green boots. I read some oh. crazy articles. I think it was in like 2015. There was some bad weather for like a really long time. And then there was suddenly like a clear day and people just lined up to get to the top. Oh, uh, yeah. Just like people in, like, like the almost, danger like, zone. Top. People yeah, just couldn't like traffic move. Jam. It's, yeah. it's, it's rush hour. At Mount and people Everest. were like. It was getting too late in the day where like you couldn't go up and get back before uh before you know nighttime where you're fucked. And people still try to do it and then just died. <laughs> just Google some quick pictures of Mount Everest like traffic jam. Like the it's it's weird. nuts. Like, yeah. 
I'm, I'll yeah. be honest with you, dude. I was climbing Mount Fuji, and I was about this close to fucking quitting, and just like, <laughs> and I could not imagine being that far up, that fucking cold, that miserable, and just thinking to myself, like, oh, I got to get my selfie up at the top Look of Mount Everest. Picture. I got to do it, dude. Yeah, dude. This, yeah, this just, it's nuts. Like once you got that many people doing it, it's too not many special dudes. anymore, dude. Yeah, too many dudes. Too many dudes. Dude, that one is yeah, that's the picture. And there's and there's people coming up from both sides to get to the top. Like there's the Chinese <laughs> side and there's the Nepalese side. Dude, and imagine just someone lines. at the top stumbles and just rolls down and just starts taking out everyone below. <laughs> have you heard of gets... uh, have you heard of Rainbow Valley in Everest? I love that Mario Kart. It's, yeah, it's where a bunch of the, the bodies ended up falling down this valley, and oh, because of all the brightly colored suits, they call it Rainbow Valley. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the summer when the snow melts, you can just see all the brightly colored corpses down Yeah, there. like, reveals this sometimes, that, like, people they haven't seen for years. There's no, that's the thing, there's no one in charge, there's no, there's like... like, a tour guide, like, one of the Sherpas is like, on your left here, you'll see our green boots, uh, down there, there's Rainbow Valley. <laughs> Yeah. Up there, there's Skeleton Face. <laughs> it's like, who makes these nicknames? Hey, didn't they find uh, George... What was his name? George Mallory. Mallory. Yeah, yeah it's like I one of the first it. guys that allegedly uh, had gotten to the summit, and that's the lore. But, uh, yeah, but then like, they found his body in, like, 1999. It's it speculated he had made the summit, and he was the first to do so, like, a decade before, like, the first actual documented case. Damn. And the lore is that he died on his way down, and he had a camera with him, and people are, like, looking for that fucking camera to see if, like... Well, he had another guy with him. Summit. He had another guy with him, and uh, they have that not... They've never found him, so yeah. they think, like, maybe he handed his camera off to him, because they didn't find a camera on his body. Damn. But after, after like a few more decades of global warming, everything up there should thaw out. We should be able to yeah, find it. we'll be all right. We'll just slide down to the bottom. <laughs> it like is like... Simpsons. I know it's <laughs> I way more likely... To down. <laughs> I know right now it's way more likely to die on the way down than on the way up. Like, people just, like, go way too late in the day and push to get to the top and then realize they can't get down they're fucked yeah i don't know why people just don't take a sled up with them and then just sled down <laughs> once they're done that'll be way easier snowboard I gotta, I gotta admit like mount fuji the worst part was going down yeah just just sliding on rocks just my feet hurt my knees hurt my knees feel like they're about to explode i'm just want this to be over with the sun's starting to set i have no lights with me i don't want to do this in the dark i just have Damn. to keep pushing you know, I had so, to, I, I didn't bring any boots with me, so I had to buy boots or like uh, from the boots. military, the military base I was staying at. And I told uh, my cousin who's in the Air Force, I was like, yeah, I need a 12 wide or a 13. So he got 12s instead of 12 wide. And they were my whole my feet were just like getting crushed slowly, oh. but surely. Slap was, was a few calories away from being known as, hey, there's old uh, camo boots <laughs> on, on Mount Fuji. Here's How like? Landmarks. Old cargo shorts. There's his body. <laughs> Fingerless gloves. Old cloudy shirt. How uh? <laughs> how much hey, of Fuji did you go climb? That way. <laughs> how how much of Fuji did you climb? Slap like you like just uh, park at the bottom and just go. Um, they wouldn't let like. us uh, drive up to base camp. Like you had to get on a bus and it took you up to about 5,000 feet and then the rest of the way 
you know, you had to hike it up. Hell yeah. But uh, did I, I, did I explain to you guys you'd never go from uh, the southern trail? Because it fucking sucks. No. It's like the worst one. Oh, is <laughs> because that there's, you a fall, there's a false summit. Like you see, like yeah. as you're like climbing up, you see the Tory gate up there and you're like, oh, that's the top. I got this, man. And me and my cousin, like we're making good time. Like, dude, they said this was going to take like five hours. We're going to do this in like three and a half. We got this shit. <laughs> and uh, then we realize, no, that's about halfway. <laughs> because there's this whole summit and it levels out for a little bit and then like there's the actual like top of the mountain and you can't see it until you get to that Tory gate like halfway and you're like fuck god almighty <laughs> and my cousin literally just turned around and he's like I'm done I'll be down at the car whenever you're done <laughs> and he turned the fuck back around with his wife damn, and went back. damn. <laughs> just left you and I, then I just told him I was like if you do me one favor go to the gas station that's like an hour away the nearest <laughs> gas station and just get me a bento because I'm going to be hungry as fuck because I did not bring enough water. I did not bring enough food. Oh, I was a thirsty boy. You didn't bring any canned meat up the mountain? <laughs> no, I had, I had uh, the Japanese equivalent of canned meat, which is just a rice ball with some filling wrapped up in seaweed. Had a couple mm, of those from the 7-Eleven. Little triangle ones? Yeah, I want to get yeah. Rusty, did you see? Did you see the meat picture that we wanted to show you? I think you were on the phone. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, yeah, I'm wondering. Seen the meat. I was just scrolling through social media, and I don't know where I saw this, but I just. I'm wondering if uh, you knew was. where this was from, Rusty. <laughs> if God. if I were to guess, it's probably a couple years old. Uh, yeah, he looks younger for sure. Yeah, for for the audio listeners, <laughs> it's a picture of Alex Jones holding a big tray. Alex, of meat. Alex Jones looks like legit thin right there. Like, oh, dude, he looks great. Yeah. <laughs> This might be before the whole like Sandy Hook uh, was a inside job or whatever bullshit nah, he was going on about. This this might be right before COVID hit, or maybe right as it was hitting. No, I just love no, that he's got like no. he's got all these burger patties, he's got the friggin' souvlakis, he's got whole ass steak, little medallions, and then just hot dogs. like hot dollar dog, hot dogs. That's a serious fucking ribeye. Look how thick that fucking thing is. Mm. Oh, and the big ass cloves of garlic. Hell yeah. Mm. What's what are these? The I'm trying to figure yeah. out what those are. Yeah. Is that might black garlic? Mushrooms? That might be black uh, garlic. I don't know. We'll have to ask. Is that shit that like they ferment on purpose to like get it like a really rich flavor? I've never tried it before. Like fermented garlic? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be like really sweet. Oh. Okay. I'm looking this up. Yeah, people like slice in half. There's really cool like looking cross sections of it. Oh. This I don't think this is that, but this looks oh. interesting. I've never seen this before. Oh, that's it. Yeah. It's supposed to be cool. like a really like sweet flavor. Like you can just like pop out a clove and just eat it straight up and it's supposed to taste great. <laughs> really? Sure their breath their breath would be amazing afterward. Yeah, I'm sure your breath stinks to high heaven. It tastes great. Fermented garlic just mainlining it. Interesting. All right, today I learned there's some shrimp bars cooking knowledge. Uh, all right, uh, next up on the show, we're going to drip or drown. Really simple one this week because NASCAR obviously didn't occur, but I just have a few things to preview for. Where are they going next week? Nashville. 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 Oh. Um, 
I'm I'm this is I've tried to order them from like drown to drip. Although the first one's pretty drippy. <laughs> Stenhouse is running a, another That's ballpark uh hot dog car. Uh, speaking of hot dogs, oh I love the cheeseburger. The, and it's the got a Photoshop the Alex Jones picture somewhere in the scheme. It looks yeah. like a burger emoji. I don't know why. It's yeah. not this, like the same yeah. art style as the hot dog, but there's just a burger on the hood. But they actually did a great job of like placing things on the side, so kind of based. That's the the ballpark. That burger makes me want to play some NASCAR Thunder 2004. What they have burgers in NASCAR it. Thunder 2004? Think about it. I have no idea what this reference is. Yeah, I, I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got, I got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have to explain to me more right there. That's, that's some deep lore. Um, uh, Parsons is running like uh, a. Greenbrier Distillery car. I don't know what that is, but it looks kind of cool. Got some leaves on it. I don't know. This is just like this, this looks like one that car. would look like really banger, like as a render. I don't know how it's gonna look in real life though. Well, here's a picture of it. Uh, <laughs> or at like Adam and Eve scheme. Or I don't know something. why they've wrapped the the side windows, the quarter You're windows. Allowed to do that? I don't think so. I think this is in progress. I just don't know why they wrapped it and then they're gonna cut it, but. I think they're doing you know. it for the picture and then taking it off. Yeah, I don't know. for the meme. Looks kind of cool, actually. It does look cool. Probably not. Would it even affect visibility that much? You're not, like, looking out of those windows ever. Even through the mirror, I wouldn't think. Probably. Uh, I think it's probably. to maintain stock car appearances. I just think yeah, it's definitely. one of the OEMs want. <laughs> that could be a Vargas question when we get him back to maintain on. stock car Shout out to the, uh, the, the friggin' old Charlotte... Tires on the front, not the rear. Oh, yeah. Shop tires, I guess. We actually, we gotta talk to Vargas. He said he wants to be on the show again. Um, like we didn't scare him away. No, <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, Ty Dillon's running another uh, Ray's Energy car. Mm. This time, it's like a peach tea flavor. Um, and I like these just because there's a bunch of colors and they make it real bright and the blue numbers and the like peach and yellow car it looks kind of cool. I think it's drippy. Cool. Yeah, definitely stands out. Um, uh, speaking of uh, peach themed cup cars that are racing next week uh <laughs> kevin harvick's running a bush light peach car um which looks like the apple one but it has peach peaches on it like i don't know is it like georgia. peach season or something i don't know if they're going to georgia i'd understand that's the peach state but yeah what the hell's the peach no that's the their new flavor so they have peach yeah. now instead of the Just apple flavor, yeah. okay um but yeah it looks kind of cool it's kind of like floral almost on the side <clears throat> i really like some of the the like special bush cars they always do a good job the red apple ones or the, the that they had for like yeah. america the last couple of years those were sick mm. okay this is a this is a mm. drip i think mm. someone sent this in to me i think it was benjamin branscombe uh let me make sure i get that right but yeah um this is uh uh what is his name is this christian rose this is the the west virginia car the west, west virginia, virginia tourism car Blue uh, and we we saw this thing run at new smyrna last year and it had like kind of like a like nighttime like green and black and blue theme and it looks sick because it's just like landscape all over the car and now it's like a sunset type thing this is sick that's cute got purple and magenta and red and orange and yellow and it's just like an actual piece of art this is a banger i don't even know who designed this this is sick uh, yeah, big trip. Uh, and I did get this correct. Ben Branscombe sent it in, so thank you. Uh, lastly, 
big mm. drip of the day. That is uh, oh, Justin ice cream. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. He's running a Reese's ice cream car at Pocono. This is a Ryan Williams certified banger. That is a banger. Huge hood I... logo. Friggin' big old scoops of ice cream on this thing. Mmm. When I inevitably get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in a couple years, I am blaming whoever sent in this picture. <laughs> God, look at how good that looks. Because... Reese's peanut butter. No, it's okay because mm. it says light ice cream. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's healthy then. Yeah, I've been going overload on ice cream the last couple weeks. I've been out on my Ohio trip between mm. just late night McDonald's and steak and shake. I had a fucking shake probably literally every day, if not more often. Yeah. I got to say, this this good. design checks every box. Absolute banger. All time classic. Yes. Yeah, this sells it. Super like, I'm hungry. This that looks sick. The that grocery store like, wasn't closing me. That is going to get some right now. That's gushing right there. Th this is That's this is like tsunami. Possibly drip <laughs> of the year, right here. Yeah, it, it's drip or drown out there, and this is a whole ass monsoon. Yeah, the tides <laughs> are receding because the tsunami has arrived. This might be a, a hall of fame. Yeah, yeah, hall of fame. If I could speak words, <laughs> maybe we words. should do like an end of season wrap up. That should be a good YouTube video. Get a lot of kid views talking about the best paint schemes. I know other people do that. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all I've got for Drooper Drown. Um, which means... Wake up, slap. It's time for oh. crazy-ass moments in history. <laughs> I got off of work like two hours ago, dude. Oh, oh, back to work? Oh. Yeah. That's first work. off, Slap's around. hernia update. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm fully healed according to the doctor going to oh, work. Yeah. I've made one request. Do not put me on a route that has, you know, our biggest truck is called a 1200. That's the biggest one we have. Those routes are stupid heavy. They always have heavy ass bullshit. I was like, if I have one request, do not put me on a 1200 route. Day one. 1200 route oh i'm delivering to the caterpillar plant i'm delivering to vermeer oh. heavy industries and like they got a fucking brake disc that weigh like 90 pounds i gotta muscle them on the truck there's like this cabinetry place that got like 40 pound boxes gotta get put on jesus and, and i look right at my fucking supervisor i'm like do you like want me to work here still he's like yeah dude like we're glad to have you back like why the fuck <laughs> you trying to give me a fourth hernia then <laughs> Damn. Fourth. So does it like bust through the same scenes or does it come back out in new spots? Like, I, 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 I don't know and I, I don't got want to find out. Yeah, we need the mesh corset. <laughs> Bursting at the seams. They're like, oh, we're going to have to have, give you the full mesh bodysuit. <laughs> Can't be held back. And then today they gave me a damn route that's just, it was just blown the fuck out. There's like one, it was a different route, but it was just, it was like 18 going here. And like, oh, by the way, these boxes are so massive. You're going to put three of them on the hand trucks at one time. By the way, each one weighs 40 pounds. <laughs> oh, by the way, we don't have any place to put that. Could you bring that around back for us up the stairs? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> that was like another and show them your stitches. There, there was like another fucking place that was uh, 
I, I told him, I was like, yeah, I got uh, 12 boxes for you. And I start looking at it. I'm like, no, no, no. This goes to our other location. Uh, you know, it's oh a cross, it's across town. Like, can you take it over there? I just looked right at her. I was like, I'm, do you want to explain to the other 140 people I have to deliver to why their stuff got there two hours late? Space. <laughs> like you, you put this address on it. You can refuse it, and we'll send it back where it came from, or you could take it. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I expect well, yeah, you to just drop everything and just deliver it to where they meant, even though it's not what it says. I know. It's just some people. Like, it's not as bad as I had some people. Like, some people like ran a, a t-shirt printing business at like a different location. They had 95 boxes of t-shirts <laughs> delivered to their house instead of, uh, <laughs> instead oh my of God. their uh, actual business. And uh, I, I, they, this was like just some random day. They put all that on one truck and it barely fit. That was the only thing on that truck. And they told me like, look, man, you're probably going to go help some other people out after this, but like take this out and then we'll figure out what's going on for the rest of the day after that. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll be the gopher for the day. I get to their house like, no, no, it's supposed to go to our, our location. Like it's in Columbia. I'm like, that's an hour and a half away. It's so like there's like a, some long, tense phone calls between different people. Like <laughs> the district managers are being called to trying to figure out what happened. I think I, I think it took me what should have been like literally a 30 minute job ended up taking two and a half hours to figure out God. where they're supposed to go and what's supposed to happen with them. Well, but at least it's was... an easy job for you. Yeah, it was mostly just me standing around on the clock while the higher ups were just like figuring it out. And I asked my supervisor, I was like, are you like mad that I'm on the clock here for like two and a half, three hours or whatever, just like doing this? And he's like, man, for what it costs to move each one of those cases of T-shirts, you know, that, that is way bigger expense than paying you like 75 bucks to just sit around. <laughs> And I was like, whatever, man, I'm getting paid. I don't care. Whatever you want, boss, man, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, what the hell we got this moments. week? Other than the submarine. That that day's that day's coming. One of these days. One of these <laughs> days we'll get to it. So last time we talked about the dark ages, the dark ages of the UFC. Guys trading uh, brain damage for peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a UFC fight. I think it was UFC 15 at Casino uh, Hollywood Magic in Mississippi, which had an estimated crowd of 1,500 people. Uh, this was uh, the dark ages of the UFC. This happened in March of 1997. It, it, that, what the, who fought and like what the results were has largely been lost to time. You can look this up if you want to. But one day later... Sunday afternoon, on the other side of the earth, there was another mixed martial arts uh, promotion that held another fight. It was the first one they'd ever held. And while the UFC had maybe 1,500 people show up to their event, this one sold out the Tokyo Dome and had 47,000 people in attendance. This was the first iteration of Pride Fighting Championships. It's time for Slap's Crazy Ass Moments in History. You know, it is the right you month want... for this. You timed this well. 
So, Pride FC. It it took me a while. <laughs> so Pride, Pride FC month. was uh what 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 what? Let's say it's Pride Month. It's a good time to to. Hold it, this it, it is. I wanted to get this in before June was over with. You know, I wanted <laughs> to be inclusive. Yeah. I want to stand with my LGBT LGBTQ plus uh, brethren, siblings, and others. But uh, Pride FC was based out of Japan. Uh, and it took off in 1997 at a, a pretty strange time for Japan because in 1995, their economy crashed. And it didn't just like, this wasn't like a minor recession. This was apocalyptic. Japan's economy in two years lost 20% of its value. And to this day, they've not really fully recovered from that. They've been sort of meandering around just sort of in a stagnant state ever since. Uh, so it, it was kind of weird to see Pride FC pop up in 1997 and, you know, tens of thousands of people showing up. They sold out the Saitama Super Arena and like 90,000 people showing up to these uh, events. Like this was insane, which it kind of does make sense that you could oh, get God. a bunch of disaffected people that are pissed off. They're, you know, their lives aren't going anywhere to spend, you know, 15, 20 bucks to show and watch two dudes just beat the ever-living shit out of each other. By the way, the first time the UFC ever had a million pay-per-view buys was in uh, pri or UFC 100 in 2009 in the midst of the Great Recession. So there, there is something that when, you know, when human beings have it tough, we like to watch dudes beat the shit out of each <laughs> other. We revert back to our basic instincts. So Pride was a little bit different from the UFC. They fought in a boxing ring. It was a five-rope boxing ring. Instead of uh, three five-minute rounds, the first round was 10 minutes. And then the second round was five, and the third round was five. Their weight classes uh, were more of, like, suggestions than, like, actual rules. <laughs> Middleweight, instead of being 185, was 206. Uh, their heavyweight uh, it was, like... I don't I don't think there ever was a weight limit for heavyweight. I think it was like 300 pounds or something. But uh, they, they did have like some total freak show fights. Like they had an NFL linebacker named Bob Sapp go up against uh, just some random Japanese welterweight who weighed like 170 pounds. And it, he just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't all that, uh, you know, it, it, you know, the first iteration of the UFC was ostensibly a pretty noble quest to figure out which fighting style was the best. Pride was like one half freak show, one half the greatest fighting championship you had ever seen in your life. They would do one night 16-man tournament single elimination. They would do Grand Prix events where they would have like 32 dudes and across a couple of months they would have them fight down into a bracket it was just insane to watch this. And they had open weight tournaments where they would have, you know, guys just show up whatever you weigh. You can fight if you want to. They had uh, Mark Hunt, who was like this 300 pound Samoan kickboxer versus Vanderlei Silva, who weighs, I know his brother, you, know, Mike. you know, 206 pounds. And uh, 
it, Mark Hunt like just drops the uh, atomic butt drop on him in the middle of nowhere, gets him down the ground and just like sits on him. Uh, but there were other fights where it was just technical mastery. This was the first iteration of guys using multiple forms of uh, martial arts. Guys would be like flying through the air. Guys would be, you know, slamming each other into the ground. If you want to show some of those still photos of guys just like, doing crazy ass shit oh, oh there's, there's kevin Randleman pulling off the oh crazy craziest fucking suplex ever there he is against mirko Krokop. there's mirko Krokop taking off vanderley silva's head dude look at the crowd reaction <laughs> what is this <laughs> this guy's just fucking oh yeah and sakurai just like ever. going at it just rock him sock him robots <laughs> This is, they just they each got one hand in the other dude's neck and the other one just bum 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 bum. This is this a loop? Is this a loop? Yeah. Okay. I it might as well not be because it's Oh my oh. god. These like lift and slams are insane. How are these guys' necks not breaking? God, oh my oh, god. god. This shit's crazy. He's dead. God damn, he's, he's putting his whole he's weight into throwing this guy straight down. Him into the shadow realm. God <laughs> damn, dude. Is this is this that like that weight difference you were talking about? Yeah, Slap? that's Bob Sap versus uh I I think that's Sakuraba. This guy's like twice his size at least. Oh that fight lasted all like 17 seconds. <laughs> Some of these pictures are sick with these dudes just like fully in the air throwing yeah, each these other. Dude, uh, dude the, like it was like some of the craziest fighting you've ever seen in your life. Like it was. Oh my God. <laughs> the guys would just go absolutely full sin. Oh. Go, go, go to that knockout picture. <laughs> that was the. That's that sick. was the original. Thing about the ropes, dude. The ropes were just like the that's, craziest shit. Because like how planking would started right there. Rest would like would stop the fight if you got tangled up in the ropes. Guys got tangled up or tried to like push each other out of the the uh, ropes oh. all the time. <laughs> My head hurts from laughing. But uh, oh, pride, shit. if you go zoom in on the gloves. <laughs> Pride had a special glove where you couldn't like poke each other's eyes because you didn't have full extension of your fingers. Oh, oh. <laughs> interesting. It's so, like your fingers have to be bent a little bit. Yeah. So like Joe Rogan, every once in a while, when there's a bad eye poke in like UFC or something, he's like, "We need to go back and use the Pride gloves." And he's not talking about you know LGBT gloves. He's talking about like actual like <laughs> the Pride FC gloves we had back in the day. Can you please show that power bomb one more time? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> that, that one. That one. Yeah. I want to see the full speed again. Let it play through here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Dude, he just how is how did this exist? That, this he is insane. God, dude, all of these are just uh, like oh. Fedor came back and won that fight. He reversed the position, got on top of uh, Kevin Randleman, oh, and uh, broke his arm. Oh. Got him in an Americana arm lock, just oh, broke his God, fucking he elbow. He could have been paralyzed. That's so gross. 
dude took the top of his head man. off right there. That dude doing the uh, high kick, that's Mirko Krokop from Croatia. He had a saying, he said, my right leg will put you to the hospital, my left leg will put you in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> nice to left right there. See you later. Nothing as good as this clip, though. <laughs> this dude's just fucking bopping on each other. I don't know if that is. Is, Luke, is this the same guy? Two slap. different positions of the ring. Is this left leg, right leg? That is uh, Fedor Emelianenko. That's the guy who ended up uh, beating Kevin Randleman when that oh, crazy yeah. ass suplex. Oh yeah, oh, God, <laughs> that's fucking nuts. That so how long did that last? So, if you go to uh, Pride Thirty Three, the Second Coming, this was their second attempt of uh, expanding into the United States. This just... was the last ever Pride fight in two thousand seven. I do want to point out, I do, uh, it is very fitting that for Pride Month we have <laughs> a Pride fight, two shirtless dudes called the Second Coming. <laughs> and look at the little like weird like white graphic like behind. Them. It looks like something questionable. What does it look like, Cody? Tell us. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. You little spunk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I so uh, Pride 33 ended on a banger. Uh, oh. Dan Henderson just absolutely murdered Vondelay Silva. And uh, Nick Diaz, brother of now famous Nate Diaz, fought Takanori Gomi, this Japanese lightweight who basically invented the lightweight class as we know it. And uh, got him in this crazy-ass lock called a Gogo Plato. It's only ever been done by him in competition. And uh, the win did not stand because Nick Diaz was so fucking high off of his ass that he blew so... When he they drug tested him, he pissed so hot for uh, uh, THC, they said he had to have been smoking right before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> they said it probably made him so numb he didn't even feel pain. So uh, talked about that a bunch. Yeah, while he was, you know, fighting MMA for his life, throwing weed. absolute death at Takanori Gomi, he was also high off his ass. Oh my god! But Nick Please. Diaz is also the guy who does uh, triathlons for fun on his off days. So he's just he's just a special human being. So if you're wondering where, why Pride died, why, where did it go? How did these people in Japan come up with this much fucking money to put on the biggest, bestest MMA promotion we've ever seen? It was funded entirely by the Yakuza. Ah. Oh. Uh, recessions are pretty good for organized crime. They get a lot of money, and they had to park that money somewhere. And so somebody in the Yakuza had a brilliant idea. It's like, well, let's start up a fight promotion. And behind the scenes, there was tons of scary stories of guys. Uh, uh, there was a, a, a the manager of uh, Igor Vochanchin, a Ukrainian fighter who was on Pride's roster, basically said, I had to sign over my rights uh, for Igor to this Japanese Yakuza guy. And he put a gun to my head and he said, you're going to sign there. You know what's going to happen. Uh, oh. Mark, Mark Coleman, a UFC champion, was fighting over in Pride and basically says there was at least one fight where he it was pretty much fixed they said you're going to go into a heel hook and you're going to tap immediately and for payment we'll guarantee you another two fights and you know ufc was paying peanuts and 
Pride was paying like real deal big boy money. So he was like, look, I got a family. I got to have those fights. So is, is this podcast titled Brain Damage for Real Big Deal Money? <laughs> Rig, b- b- big, boy money. Big, big Boy Money? Uh, getting suplex for Big Boy Money. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, but uh, then in 2006, a, a Japanese journalist basically bust the story wide open. And then... Yeah. Uh, they lost done. their TV contract. Everything. That's why they tried to expand over into America, and the UFC, who were now doing like really good by the time 2005 came around with the the Ultimate Fighter and everything. Now they got all this money. They actually bought Pride in 2007, and they said, "All right, cool. Now we have all these fighters on our roster that everybody loves that are awesome, right?" No, all those contracts were written by the Yakuza. They're null and void. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically spent. $33 million on a library of just fight videos. Damn. And then all of those uh, uh, Pride guys ended up going to Strike Force or the WEC or Elite XC or Affliction or whatever. Eventually, some of them migrated over to the UFC years and years later. Like Mirko Krokop ended up coming over. Uh, Dana White wanted Fedor Emelianenko, the heavyweight champion and pride who had been undefeated over there. He wanted him in the UFC so bad, but the way his contract was written by the Russians was so fucking weird that he literally could not come to an agreement. So we missed uh, we missed uh, Fedor coming over to the UFC, which is still something that pisses me off to this day. But anyway, that it's is a sick the photo. End. That was the end of pride fighting championships only lasted 10 years, but God damn, were those some fun 10 years. And I actually have, I think most of, if not all of the pride fights, like on my DVD shelf over here, they were, on e- <laughs> they were on eBay. Somebody sold like 20 DVDs for like 15 bucks. I bought all of them. Mm. <laughs> you can't buy these anymore. I bought all of them. I bought all of the seal. ones that exist. <laughs> you cleaned them out. <laughs> All right, that was a crazy ass morning. I liked I liked the little uh the like fight fighting mini season we got going on at Slap's crazy ass moments in history. Dude, I feel like we got some more coming down the line too. Like, <laughs> oh, I, that's good because I don't even know what else there is to talk about. Mm, there's deep lore, um, deep lore in I, the fight game. I do know it's time for some Animal Planet. Well, he's, he's gone. He's 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 walrus. The animal's Have we out talked of the about this like folding chair that he's sitting on. What is this? It's like an Iowa State logo. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. They steal that from like a basketball arena. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly to, looks like. <laughs> need to confront him on that. I would not be surprised. He also, yeah, did Watch he him. add another little towel down there? What is that under the indie sticker flag? collection on his little shelves or? Drawers are getting pretty expansive too. Yeah, cute. <laughs> I do. I'm sure, he's gonna love that we're zooming in and dissecting his <laughs> webcam while he's. Not That's here. his fault for leaving during the Animal Planet theme song. Uh, all right, 
Uh, Cody, where the hell have you been? Because I think the last two podcasts you were on the road. I'm on the desolate oasis. Fucking tundra. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. The lonely, desolate state of Ohio. That's hey. tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to build that up as negatively as possible. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was the conclusion of the Ohio Sprint Speed Week for the Circuit of Champions. Uh, Sharon got that rained out, but then we went to Atomic Speedway, Eldora, Portsmouth oh, yeah. Raceway, and then I uh, concluded a separate race from that stretch on my way home at Toledo Speedway for the 500 Sprint Car Tour. And you didn't see Ben? Same kind of. Yeah, you I had two him. days. I had two days where I was out yeah. east in the Cleveland area. One of them we were shooting. And the other one, we were on the fence of if we were going to be at the track or not. And I thought about hitting you up, but I was also super busy. I knew it was a weekday that they were being there, so I knew you were going to have to work. And let's face it, you guys did not really, it's no secret that you guys didn't enjoy your experience to Circle City because of the dust in particular. And this, if you look it up, Wayne County Speedway. Wayne County Speedway, <laughs> everyone says, is one of the dustiest tracks like in the country. And Do they was. just not water it? Can't they just water it more? Isn't that how that works? Well, you water it a shitload, and then uh, you had what happened the day where they actually raced, where it had downpoured. There was a sh- I'm sure Ben would know. There was a shitload of like bad storms in the area this past week oh, yeah. in Ohio. Uh, Toledo Speedway, two days before we went there for the race, had a tornado touchdown a quarter mile from the track. Oh, that's fun. That they had like a bunch of damage that they had to repair. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the issue with Circle City is like they did kept keep on putting water down. It just made the dust even worse. Yeah, really? They have that top yeah. layer that then resaturates and then has to re-dry <clears throat> out. As opposed to just letting it dry and getting it all packed down and hard. And by that point, it's so fucking hard, there's no dust coming off. But if you keep resaturating it and watering it, then it re-dries out. All that powder keeps getting kicked up. A lot of tracks don't realize that more water just might be I had Circle City dust on my ball sack when I got home. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Dude, some Uh, of my clothes are still stained (laughs) from the dirt. Ohio, (laughs) or... uh, Wayne County was pretty bad, but uh, I, I think, I can't remember when the last time I talked to you guys was, the last podcast was, did I talk about Wayne County? Uh, I don't the track think so. was like super rough. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. Yes, you did. I think, that, I think that was the last race we had done before that podcast. So yeah, the, I, it was pretty dusty, but the only reason it wasn't dustier is because yeah, they got a shitload of rain that previous day, which made the track just incredibly rough and was a shitload of ruts. But, uh, yeah, then Sharon got rained out. Then we went to uh, Atomic, Eldora, Portsmouth. Portsmouth was the dustiest one on the fucking schedule by far. Like, I was coded. But, Ugh. fortunately, I was a PA that day for the final day because all the... Oh, so you just hide in the were... trailer. Yeah, exactly. Dude, but <laughs> I had to go out for a few things, like, during hot laps. And during hot laps, I was getting sprayed. Ugh. But, uh... I can't even remember which track it was. I won't mention it, even if I did remember, just because I don't want to out them. But <laughs> the, Is this the uh, pictures that you sent me? Yeah, the bathroom ones. Pull up the wide one first. <clears throat> I know I've described uh, know. this. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> this isn't the one I've oh, talked no. about, but it's very similar. Do you remember the one where I've described how the you walls. walk in? Yeah, they're not the, tall. The stalls are very short. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like those. Yeah. So picture that, but minus like the left door. So it's just two swiveling doors. Like that's, <laughs> that's basically exactly like the bathroom setup that I described to you guys in the past. This is, this is grim. Rough. But then grim. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I'm even of... worried about the like state of this building. <laughs> it's just cracks in between the center block. Look at the fucking cage around the light bulb. <laughs> Those people are trying to steal them. I think we figured out the new meta is just take the top off. <laughs> but that leftmost uh, stall at the end of a long shift, it's like, all right, I was just holding my pee for like five hours. The broadcast on, let's go. All the animals have cleared out. Let's go take a pee at the end of the night when we're done packing up so I don't have to hold it going to the hotel. And yeah, <laughs> walk into the stall only to see just some. Oh, oh no. if you're oh, eating and watching this podcast, that. I'm sorry. Someone just took an entire toilet paper roll and just tossed with it. with the plastic holder and everything, and just tossed it straight into the bowl. Hey, he had to make a target, and there's still pee. Like, it's not even a like he he opened the thing up, left a little plastic <laughs> thing in the middle of the roll, and just tossed it in the toilet. And, and people just kept going. They did not care. <laughs> they didn't even bother to try to flush. Dude, that, that paper is coming apart. And there's, there's stains. Look at those stains. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. No. That might be the most explicit photo we've gotten on this show. Still not as planet. bad as Anderson. It's true. That might it's be true. worse. That dude. might be a little worse. And honestly, might be worse because Anderson was kind of out in the water like small and cramped and like you feel like you couldn't like move anywhere without like touching something i could and... smell that toilet anderson it's free air so <laughs> yeah yeah at least the ventilation's good out there in the pig pen yeah aside from that particular bad pig pen a, a lot of dustiness and some weather honestly i'm really happy the way the trip turned out because there is a shitload of weather we could have had a lot more races get rained out than we did we only had two rainouts the entire week so that was a uh, lovely but, uh, I gotta file a small complaint to the government. They gotta quit altering our weather. We haven't had a drop of rain in like three months up here. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but come on, we need my my grass is dying. I'm surprised. Usually our weather is pretty similar to yours. We got a shit ton of rain in like the past week or so. Usually May, uh, we have, June, we're in a rain. drought. We got August weather, September weather right now. It sucks. It, it rained yeah. so much today. Like I got soaked down through my boxers out there. <laughs> oh. I even had the rain jacket on. It didn't matter. Yeah, damn. It. Dude, I got to say, my like couple days in South Carolina, it just doesn't like when it's deciding to rain. It's just heavy, heavy, heavy rain down there, just nonstop. Yeah, it, when yeah. it decides to rain, it, it Mother Nature just lets loose. <laughs> Big DT pull up my uh the stream while we're still on the subject of animals. I've been wanting to show this to you guys for like three weeks now but anytime i've actually been able to be free on the podcast i'm on my fucking laptop which just immediately explodes the moment i try to hit the live button but this is some of our behind the scenes clips at the indy 500 is this on a this, gopro yes this is oh, my forehead gopro forehead cam this oh like the, the cozy style lens, yeah. yeah yeah cozy inspired me to start doing this 
It's great because you don't miss a shot. And it's actually made for some badass dude like the infield shit, like at dirt tracks. Like I'd love having this the GoPro cam on. But, Hit the uh, button. What we got? This is uh shortly before the Kyle Kirkwood crash. Oh, uh, why is it? Hold on. It's got it on freeze. Dead. There we go. So, Polo and Pat O'Lord. <laughs> Caleb, goddamn. I wish you were here, DT. I yeah, I wish I was. Look at all the dudes. It's just so tons of dudes. as yeah, they're going to turn in. one here, this is when the Kyle Kirkwood crash happens. Rusty saying it's, <laughs> it's destiny. destiny yeah. All right, so this is when the tire goes flying into the stands. Almost. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Kill him, get him. It's upside down. Dude, a tire went into the crowd. Dude, I was so fucking freaking out at first before I saw the replay and saw that like hit that gap. Dude, it, I I still can't believe it hit the gap between the grandstand and the suites there. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I can tell you're scared there. <laughs> All right, so that's first clip. Next clip, we get to watch Caleb's fucking. Hopes and dreams go up in smoke when uh Oh, I've been excited to see this. Such a good moment. His it's buddy iconic. Award. <laughs> this is iconic. Well not not this, but the actual wreck. Well this might be iconic too. Power brick. Uh, oh, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> that was the pack watch. <laughs> <laughs> Mega pack. Oh, that's where they waved it off. Hold on, sorry. Here we go. It waved it off. Yeah, I think God, this I is where I was like, There's so many shit, like on turn three after the restart. Dude, the crowd pop is so good. Yeah. When you're there, it's loud as hell too. Dude, there's so many dudes. So many dudes. Everyone's standing. I think this one award sent. Didn't get Alan Bestwick. Dude, I got chills watching this bag. It was so crazy. Dude, and then if you remember, uh, that dude like piles into him with the broken steering like 15 seconds after the fact. Watch the crowd reaction to that. I see slap stick. <laughs> oh, stick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, the stick was pretty cool. Uh, I watched the Wilkesboro thing where you like walked uh, yeah, in front of the fence and just yeah. held the stick like straight oh, yeah. up in the air. It's a cool shot. Seen over everyone's heads. All right, I wanna watch the end. Rusty in a Tony Stewart shirt. Kevin, oh, Harvick, Kevin Harvick. Harvick, what is that? That's kind of a sick shirt. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shaky hands. Dude, the place got so loud. Look this at all the like, uh, look at all the wristbands. Yeah, the collection of dirt track like pit <laughs> passes or whatever. This is like Dale Jr. taking the lead in the 500. This is nuts. Oh, it's a Tony Stewart uh, cooler. That's Look at the crowd. Yeah, that's cool. 
Dude, they were going, it was so loud. Caleb's <laughs> 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 already tweeting. <laughs> There's one more, uh, there's one more from the pre-race I gotta show you and then I'll, I'll be done, I promise. If I can, uh, find when they did the flyover shit. Oh, the flyover oh, no. behind the stands? Oh, They're no, not hold on. The Anthem? Yes, uh, but it was from my, uh, my actual camera, not the GoPro. Yeah, when they did the flyover, Caleb did, uh, he, he made me Got his ass? By the way, the first like three fourths of this race when it was green, it was like kind of this overcast, nice, cool like situation. Dude, the weather was and then perfect. it got and yeah. then it got hot. It got <laughs> hot. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm. No, it's fine. Take it, take it, take your time. I remember the craziest, like I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but the craziest flyover I ever got was uh, I was in Chicago. I think like, god damn, five years ago, uh. And it was like the air show day where they had a bunch of planes downtown, um, but we were at a, at a Cubs game, and they had one of the dudes in like an F sixteen or whatever come from behind home plate where like we were, and just it felt like it was like meters above the stadium. Yeah, this guy yep, comes yep. flying through, and he yep. got everyone, just every <laughs> single person. Dude, seems like, yeah, oh my here. god! I found the clip. Looking I'm crazy. Thinking of by the way. So this is the end of the back home in indiana song and then they did like a surprise flyover they do this uh, after the anthem or before after okay so you already got like your anthem flyover you're like cool they do this song yeah they're pointing at them i should have seen it coming oh one went like directly overhead that i didn't get he has at full afterburners. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it felt like it was like right over our heads. It was hot. Dude, Caleb literally grabbed my microphone and screamed into it. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Are you making a, a an indie vlog? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm like halfway done. It's just, it's slow yeah. going with how fucking... Yeah, yeah. Busy spend, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I've kind of stepped back the behind the scenes videos for Rachel. I'm doing to like major events because I'm still backlogged on like three ones. I'm like halfway through editing that I just haven't finished yet. Dude, editing videos sucks. I hate doing it. Fucking so. <laughs> tell me about it. I have a project that I have, might have you know put a couple months into, but these things happen. Um. <laughs> Cody, I just realized you have a good uh like sunglasses tan. <laughs> you can see the arms along the side here. Oh, yeah, where your uh, your aviators have been. <laughs> These things happen. These things happen. Dude, Bobby Santos was racing at the Toledo Speedway. I had to pick myself up a shirt for the little five hundred mm. scheme you had since I didn't get one at Anderson. They still had some. So like, sweet. Did I did I tell you I had someone like take pictures of my rusty schlank shirt when I was at the Toronto FC game the other week. Mm -hmm. I was buying a damn popcorn, and the dude at the vendor stand is like, "Yo, can I get a picture of your shirt?" And I was like, <laughs> "Like the front of the back." <laughs> and he's uh, and he's like, "Uh, like both, I guess." And I was like, "Uh, okay." He said he was 
he was like designing a graphic for like his friend's uh spike ball tournament or something and he just liked the vibe and i was like you know what hell yeah cool <laughs> it's all vibes all it's the time play dries the graphic designer who did the <laughs> rusty schlankster it's a sick shirt i that same day we were at the liquor store earlier uh and like an old white lady was like, "Oh, Rusty Schlink is just a German name," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, he races cars <laughs> in America, and is you know maybe he's German descent, but it was some old German lady looking to start a conversation. Uh, didn't really care about race cars though, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, media check-in time. Uh, I want to talk real quick about some video games. Uh, Formula One F one twenty three came out." I've been waiting for Cozy to play it to like get like an actual opinion on it because I know there's a lot of people that got the game early, but Cozy spends his money on it and fucking hates it because the game sucks. Cozy's <laughs> opinion is the only one that really matters. <laughs> they they improved the driving slightly, but everything else is exactly the same. And the, the one of the big features that they showed off, they're like, hey, you have red flags now just does not work in career mode. If a red flag comes out, it's just, the race is over, and you're just stuck in that position. Uh, so yeah, you, like you literally have to turn them off to play career mode, otherwise it's just broken, so... Shout out to, uh, to Codemasters. Um, and all the, the career stuff just has not changed at all. It's exactly the same as it has been for years. Um, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, also... Uh, announced today that Game Mill is making a NASCAR game. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with Game Mill, this is the same company that published Big Rigs. Big Rigs Over the Road, the yes. the, no. the reverse uh, <laughs> Your Winner game. Oh, no. That game was so bad, it was an actual, like, meme. Like, incredible. And they still just pump out garbage games where they just, like, take ips and just ruin them like i think they make like a nickelodeon cart racer that got like Barf a cart it got like a 58 metacritic on playstation like <laughs> it's a tough look no we, it's probably better in Garf cart dude come on put some respect well, they on. have they have garfield in the game oh i know shit. that uh let me hold on let me look up what the metacritic is for uh garfield cart furious racing <laughs> Nobody's uh, ever typed that in before. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it doesn't have a... like, what the hell is this combination of words? <laughs> None of these words on. are in the Bible. <laughs> this, is, this is blasphemy. Uh, okay, let's check it first. It has a Switch and PC. Uh, it has an 8.0 on PC and a 7.4 on Switch. That's tough. Out of 100? <laughs> Uh, hold on. Yes. <laughs> no, it's out of, out of 10. Garf card should not be an 8 out of 10. I'm sorry. There's no... Okay, there's no critic reviews. That's why. That's just the user score. Unfortunately, the critics have not uh, put out their reviews yet of Garfield Kart Furious Racing, but I hope they do soon. Um, meanwhile, Nickelodeon Kart 2... Has a, a 72 from the critics and a 7.2 from the users. So, so worse than Garf Cart. Worse than Garf Cart. No, no. Which I don't think, I didn't think was possible. It's a game, it has SpongeBob in it. 
Speaking of like these, we're gonna have to buy it on sale and do it. Race they got games. they got the Rugrats, they got SpongeBob, they Dude, got the Ninja Turtles. Sign me up, sign me up. It's a banger already. They sign got Danny up. Phantom. They have Ang from Avatar. The fuck? Do you know what? Randomly, I was just, was just got a bunch of dudes. That makes sense. These little arcadey, silly racing games. Something that randomly came up into my mind a few days ago that I haven't thought of in probably a decade. Me and my buddy from like elementary school used to play all the time on his N64. This fucking like South Park like racing yes. like, cart game. Like it was like That's in the thing. early days of South Park too, like the first couple seasons. Like and they made some like N64 like cart racing game. And I remember renting like... that game and being sorely disappointed. <laughs> it was oh, terrible. I don't remember how it was. It just randomly popped into my mind recently. It's like, dude, I haven't thought about that game this in so fucking long. It's one of those things that just a decade went by. I just never thought about it once. In uh, I in that gaming tournament that I do, where we play like a new game every month with the group of like twelve streamers or whatever. Um, I missed uh, I missed June because of core, but uh I'm, i'll be the rest of the season i think uh we're doing garfield card in like november <laughs> mm. i'm ready to just wipe the field in that thing <laughs> you did the first ever garf cart sweep on us a couple like days ago like they're they're so, gonna get just murdered i think i killed it because we were just like oh yeah we'll play we'll play garfield card again we did uh three cups so four races each 12 races in total and I won 11 of them and finished second in the other. <laughs> and it's dead. Cozy back on the game so we have someone... Uh, please nerf. Please nerf. That's the thing. Yeah, Cozy will kick my ass still. Cozy's first time on the game just wins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. South Park Rally is the name of that game I found. it. South now we Park have been Rally. playing uh, some Parsec. It's like a yeah, we, uh, Ben's, Mario Ben's got Dolphin going. And with Parsec, you can like kind of play multiplayer Wii games, but it's just sketchy because it still has to come through the internet. Yeah, you gotta like log into Ben's server. <laughs> I basically log into Ben's computer, and it was great when we had two of us, but as soon as we tried to add a third person, it just couldn't it was really handle dang. it. Yeah. And there were just like five different things that broke within the span of two hours, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, and we, is there a way, like, if, if we get it going on our own PCs to play multiplayer together, or is that still, like, super janky? Uh, it's way more difficult. Yeah. Alright, never mind, because that was already difficult enough. Um. Have you guys, uh, watched that Dirt series yet? Yes, I'm on episode 5. Dude, isn't it good? What it's is so it? Good. It's this little mini five-part docu-series that Flow, uh, Flow Racing produced, <clears throat> and uh, it was broadcast on uh, FS1, or debuted on FS1. It's on YouTube so, now. It's this little mini oh. series following Larson, Justin Grant, uh, Tyler Courtney, and Thomas Mesrol, like, just about around, like, the Chili Bowl, Knoxville, uh, the Kings Royal, just what? other uh, major events. Yeah, it's really cool that yeah, does actually put out a fan survey about that and it was like have you heard of this like yes how many episodes have you watched zero <laughs> like i want to watch it but i haven't gotten around to it yet it's, it's on awesome youtube for free that... it came free with your youtube account 
I have you the oldest YouTube dirt. account known to man. <laughs> what the hell is it called? It's literally called dirt. Dirt. dirt How am I going to search for that? Flow raising dirt. It'll literally okay. be the first thing that comes up. The subtitle is the last great American sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember seeing that. The last great American sport. Yeah, they had the teaser like trailer going for that for a couple months. Oh, yeah. I see this. It's great. I know I'm being biased, but very well produced. Oh no, the last great American sport is specifically episode five. Each one has their oh. own like subtitle. Yeah. You can see Epis me episode little... four, Kyle Larson says a slur. <laughs> I get people to watch Wouldn't it. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> you can see uh, me in little tiny snippets in uh the first ooh, episode. I'll be looking at Um That actually reminds me, I started watching the uh the Netflix like Tour de France Drive to Survive. Uh it's uh I think it's called Unchained. Pretty fucking cool. Cause I, I really like Drive to Survive because I've always been like a lifelong F1 fan and it's cool seeing like the behind the scenes stuff and the kind of like storylines and drama. Um but the bits where they just explain what F1 is, I just fall asleep because I already know all this stuff. But uh Watching something like that for a sport that I'm like just kind of getting into, like cycling, fucking cool. Uh, and it, it's like it's basically the same as Drive to Survive in terms of like production quality, which is great. Um, I don't think anyone else is gonna watch it, but you know, Tour de France Unchained, <laughs> I do recommend. Um, that's all I've got. I don't think I've played any cool video games this week. Does anyone know if GTA's uh? Gone back on their decision to delete a bunch of cars. Not that I've heard of. I haven't touched GTA in a couple months. Fucking it. I don't understand why you would delete unlicensed content. Ah, uh, yeah. So that they Money. can they can put them out. They can drip feed them and be like, "Hey, this week you can buy this car and get everyone to play their stupid game." And to start taking stuff away from GTA Five, so it'll incentivize people to buy GTA Six once they're yeah. Just wait till they shut the servers off, like week two. Yeah, just just wait until uh, <laughs> they make you buy GTA Six like three times because you already bought GTA Five like <laughs> twice. I have bought GTA Five three times. PC, PS4, PS3. It was yeah, PS3, PS4, then PC. PC. I'm the same yeah. though. Yeah, I think Ed did all that plus like the Xbox side too. <laughs> God damn, not worth it. Uh, DT, there is one other game only you talked about. Oh, yeah, what's it's up? That uh, Bit Battle. Oh, I yes, I forgot. I played that this week. Battle Bit Remastered just came out. Um, I've been part of the uh the like beta test team for the past like year. It's basically uh like Roblox Breakfast. Battlefield Roblox no. graphics, but based it's basically gameplay. they know that Battlefield sucks. So some it's literally like two dudes who just made their Dude, own you're Battlefield. A part of you're a part of this? There there was like it's a, like thousands of people. Oh, what do you mean? Okay. I mean no, I mean, I just thought saw it going viral like this past week, so that's fucking cool. Like Yeah, yeah. I've been I, I streamed it on Hans like a billion years ago, but Andrew and I were part of the uh the like Beta testers, the, pretty yeah, the like, testing team. I think it's currently the number one selling game on Steam right now, dude. It has popped off because it's just like everything that people want out of Battlefield apart from graphics, and it's just really fun. You can play um, either like thirty-two versus thirty-two, or like sixty-four versus sixty-four, or a hundred and twenty-eight dudes on each side, and there's just like 
just tons of dudes uh there's just fronts everywhere vehicles flying in dudes and helicopters cars going by What's it um, called again? battle bit remastered uh, i love playing bucks. as a i love playing as a medic because you can kind of go like near the front lines and just like drag people to safety and like revive them and heal them and just kind of like play around there but you can also just get a big old gun and start shooting it's a good time yeah literally 15 bucks on steam uh if, if you can just get, get get a few friends on it just make a little squad and just have fun uh i'm not very good at it you don't have to be good at it to have fun you just run around and shoot dudes and there's just like there's just so much going on it's awesome this is battlefield minecraft it is Pretty much yeah but it's fun and it's like super stable. If you get pa- if you look past the graphics, everything else is great. You yeah, you literally forget about the graphics like two minutes into the game. Uh, cause yeah, you just focused on the, the actual like fighting element, which is great. Uh, and yeah, people love it. A lot of like big YouTubers have jumped on it and streamers and stuff. So it's really popped off this weekend because it just came out. Uh, so yeah, Cody's give it a dead. go. I, I actually. See. Might go play that when we're done recording. <laughs> um, but that's all I've got for the media check-in. Anyone else? Any any last medias? Well, that was a hefty media check-in, so I'll save mine for next week. But just no, what the hell? Let's say it's no. bedtime. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. So just please know I'm going to Sundance. Me and Eddie are going <laughs> to Sundance. We'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut the bit next week, but we're going to Sundance. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I want to hear from that next week. All right. Uh, it's time to open some, Send some mail. In your fucking mail. Wash your fucking hands, slap. Send in your fucking mail. Still has no send them in, send guys. Them in, guys. Wash your fucking hands, slap. I don't give a fuck, man. You better send in those. I think Anderson even motivated Welcome him to, to wash his hands. Fan, <laughs> fan mail. Fan fan dude, mail. Dude, I had to wash my hands after Anderson, dude. It is nasty. <laughs> the power of Anderson Speedway. It'll even slap to wash his hands. <laughs> I'm still logging into the email. Don't look at me. <laughs> We've detected unusual activity on the account. I have to send a phone number. What? <laughs> You're dealing with this again? Some, somebody Dude. has broken into Shrimp Hours podcast email. It's over. It's so over. We've it's never hacked. been more over than it is right now. Google is the hacked. worst. The worst. I had to, I logged into the core account last week and I couldn't do you. anything. They're gonna show they, up at DT's house they, with like the yeah. FBI vans, like he's hands behind the back. Like, like, I've never van. This has to be something to do with like you being in Canada or you using a VPN or something. I'm not even using it. I haven't used it for months. I don't know. I don't know. And I used this email last week. Feds are gonna show up at your door and it's so annoying. The back of an unmarked van. On my main account, at least they stopped texting me. They just like. Send me numbers in my YouTube app. We're gonna find him in a lake. Two shots back. Of the- <laughs> that code doesn't Suicide. match the one we sent. Bitch, the fuck. It's getting into the dark territory of the podcast. Oh my god. Can we do crazy ass? Why do they send me a code that has a letter in it and then expect me to know that I'm not supposed to type the letter? <laughs> Pulp the crazy fucking videos. Like over 50 episodes in, now we get like the. Uh... If you'd like, take a few moments to help Google work better for you. Add or confirm no. your recovery email or phone number. Add a home address. Add a profile <laughs> picture. No. Add a blood type. No. Add a social security number. God <laughs> damn. Add a sperm count. Did someone send us something bad? What happened? <laughs> Add the blood 
of your fucking firstborn. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Tells us that oh no! This is, these are the classified documents from Thug Shaker Central. Shut it down. Uh, if yeah, you want to send us an email, don't send us anything weird. I guess shrimppowerspresents at gmail.com. If you are from Thug Shaker Central, do not send us anything. If your name is Jack the Dripper, do not send us anything. If the email address changes next week, you know what happened. But for now, shrimppowerspresents at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, the first one comes in from Kyle Driscoll, has, uh, who says, uh, Hello, Shrimps. Haven't sent one of these uh, since I don't even know. Uh, but I have something to say about the Garage 56 Le Mans car. Uh, get fucked, Caleb. Uh, you, it'll last two hours. McDonald's looking ass. That is all. <laughs> Did Caleb say it'll last two hours? I thought that was my bit. I'm not sure. I think we agreed on Jimmy Johnson binning it. Like, yeah. <laughs> first I, I'm, I'm amazed. Um, yeah, I right. thought Jimmy Johnson would wreck it before sundown. Uh, RKD writes in. He says, hey guys, it's RKD. Been a while, had a lot of shit going on, but I did make it out to Portland for the Xfinity race. And thanks to last week's guest, Gabe Wood, I got invited to hang out in the number five, 45 pit box on Saturday during oh, the race. Yeah. Mm. Uh, beer, beers are on me next time you're uh, out west up here, man. I got to stand on pit road during the Invocation National Dude. Anthem. Arguably one of the coolest things I've ever yes. gotten to do. Yes. Even got to meet Jeffrey Earnhardt and get his autograph. Uh, that that's cool, dude. Being on pit road in a in a in a NASCAR track is fucking cool. Earnhardt's my man. Uh, due to work constraints, I can't make it to Portland for Formula E. Dams. Um, that and the price is too high for not enough amenities. I'm not sure how long this experiment for Formula E at Portland will last. <laughs> uh, my race schedule priorities have shifted towards NHRA at Pacific Raceways as my next major. Uh, if there's a chance to meet Tony Stewart, I'm going to take it as he's running top alcohol there. Uh, maybe IndyCar after. Things might change. Uh, uh, have a good one. And he sent in some pictures. Uh, here's no, him with Jeffrey Earnhardt. Smoke. There's, there's going to be a long line. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Jeffrey yeah, with the, the like Dale mustache doing the, yeah. the like Dale and face. And the wink smirk. Yeah. Dude, also, shout out to the Josh so Williams much. shirt. He, he is a spinning so much like senior. Yeah. He looks so much like senior. And there's oh there's Gabe. Sitting on the pit wall. How we doing, Gabe? Hell yeah. That's cool. These things happened. Alright. Great email. Big fan. Uh alright. The next one comes in from our good friend down under, Andrew R. Mm, uh this one's titled Answer is episode forty nine. Because I think I said to send in your questions, concerns, or answers, and he has answers. Um uh, he answers the question that Gabe would ask, what is a kilometer? <laughs> he says, a kilometer is an anti-British unit. America literally fought a war with the British in 1775, and they, they had help with guns and ships, and so the balance shifts from the French. Miles are British imperial units. Do better, America. You won this the thing true. from 1775 to 1783. Why still use British units? Retried kind of and failed. Uh, answer two about uh, alcohol at Mount Panorama. The rule is 24 cans per person per day. <laughs> <laughs> That's one case per entry. That's considered a small amount by Australian standards, by the way. He says, we're not alcoholics, we're drunks. Alcoholics have meetings, drunks oh. can't spell. Uh, thank you from Andrew R. And he sent in some pictures. Uh... <laughs> 
That's the name of the episode right there. Here's, here's a guy oh, yeah. on a bicycle <laughs> using a garbage can as a ramp uh, next to the, the track parking lot. And then, of course, the great oh tower Dude, look at I how think, organized it is. I think we saw all... this when it was like halfway up, but this is at the top of the hill, and they just start taping their cans to one of the telephone poles. I didn't get that high up! <laughs> Stacking dudes, <laughs> got shoulders. I feel like we might have to make a trip out there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. We forgot to talk about it, but V8 per person uh, per day was on last week, and that was that was some good racing. Oh yeah, that I missed that. Corner where they're going down, especially with the whatever they their legend cars are. I forget what they're called. The Aussie racing cars. Yeah, they go dude, dude, wide dude, down yeah. that long stretch, and then they have to immediately brake to try to make this Martinsville turn. Uh, it, it's so just, hot, so hot, so hot. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Uh, Andrew also, uh, he wrote in, uh, given that RCR has a, like an ex Holden racing team Commodore, which is basically like the Chevy SS of the supercars and Penske still has one of their old DJR Penske Mustangs. Um, how likely is it that these two teams are doing covert testing of parts in a car that isn't a cup car? That's actually a really good point. Cause I know a lot of people like they drove the, I know Penske drove their supercar at, at Watkins Glen and people are like, oh, I see what they're doing because it's similar to a next-gen car. But I never actually thought about, like, they might be putting parts in those cars to test. Let's make sure and are they that's allowed what the to, illegal part was. Are, yeah, are they allowed to test those? Because, it, I mean, it's not that's a next-gen, it's not a NASCAR. It's possible. Um, it's the same thing with Hendrick with using the... the well, Gen that's 6s. what... Well, I, oh, that's actually not what he wrote next. But yes, Hendrick does have the track attack cars. His next sentence yeah. was that Hendrick uh, absolutely has data from running Garage 56 at Le Mans. Um, yeah, and and like, can NASCAR start policing this stuff? They will in due time, I'm sure. What are they going to say? Like, you can't put NASCAR parts on a track? I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, and then one last email, uh, oh no, we got two emails. Uh, Mr. Ass sent in a video of, of Travis's car. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, he says it was going to get a top five, but the driver choked it on the last lap and became a ramp. Is this the Bowman Gray car? <laughs> yes. This is, this is Travis's old car, a Bowman Gray. Uh, oh God. And I've had to download this video, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, okay. Right now, <laughs> your computer just shuts off, and just your bank account immediately gets drained. Uh, those are okay. PDFs. Uh, let me see if I can get this to not kill everything. Oh yeah! All right, oh, cool. There we go. Uh, yeah. All right, here's a video. Oh yeah. So Travis's car is in fifth, oh, right? There. Oh no. my god. He's oh, already sliding the shit out of it. He got a new hood. He's got sponsors on the hood. Uh, are there no fences at oh, all? No. What is this? Oh, he it's wrecked in the last gray. corner. That, that 10 car is Travis. Oh, he's wrecked again. Late model. He's still going. Dude, that thing is fucked. Yeah, you could see in turn one, he like drifted out of the oh. ground. Drifted out of the zone. <laughs> Right there, he's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. And that's what gets him out of the groove to 
Get Damn, this is a good battle for the lead here. It's going on. I can't tell if Travis's car got shipped or not. It doesn't look yeah, like it because the back looks fine. It was out of frame. And then he wrecks out of frame too. It's to the right here. Look in the top right. Oh. Some guy ramps off of his yeah, nose. That red car. That red car. There's just body panels and everywhere. Full God throttle, and damn. Just trying to get to the checkered. <laughs> Rest in peace. That's that's kind She's of. She's not dead yet. She's still got a few more rounds in her. Oh God, we'll see. Definitely it's already like just. Gray to die. I got one more in me. Yeah, being sentenced to. I didn't hear to... no bell. No bell. Being sentenced to Bowman Gray is like the worst thing for a race car. It's where late models go to die. Uh oh, I got an image from uh from Eric Messer. He sent in some pictures. Uh, cause he's the, the photographer at Bowman Gray. And here's a picture of Travis's car <laughs> oh, wrecking. Yeah, I remember seeing this picture. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not looking good, boys. No. Can we also talk about just an Audi? Audi? That someone put Audi stickers on a late model? <laughs> like a grill and headlights and everything? That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. used to be one person at uh, Greenville Pickens that put Cadillac stickers on their nose. Uh, I don't know if they can reuse some of the, the parts from this car, dude. That's... That whole front end's toast. Like, even the door is fucked. Eh, you might we'll... just see a car with, like, a camo rear end going around. My favorite part is that, like, we don't even, like... We don't even know, like... Oh my god, hold on. I just got another picture. <laughs> it's, it's the front oh, end of oh. Travis's car being dragged behind <laughs> someone else's. It got oh, attached no. to the O2. It, it's stuck in the fuel tank cage. It's like a dog sniffing another dog's butt too hard. I love that, like, we don't even... We don't even know who's driving this car. We just get like updates every week of, like, Travis's car spotted wrecked. Oh, it's it's <laughs> like, being destroyed. Who has... <laughs> Just yeah, shout out to Eric for doing social for core and everything. Just in race car hell. Yeah, it's a busy boy. <laughs> uh, oh. I do have one more email. Okay. Uh, Harley Payne wrote in. He said, it's "What's the coolest single object you've ever seen?" Uh, I saw an SR seventy one a couple weeks ago, and I'm still awestruck. I've seen object. a couple of those. Those are cool. He sent in a picture. There's not a lot of pixels. I don't know why. That was the question. Um, but oops, that's the wrong button. Uh, but yeah, there's there's uh, our boy, the ass end of an SR71. Right Dude, that's a huge fucking plane. Where is Dude, this? Dude, they're all massive. Uh, I'm not like sure. The, that's not the it looks like the one DC Aerospace Museum. No, because no, I've been there. Because behind I'll... DC, they have the Discovery. Mm -hmm. I've been in two places where there's an SR71 and a space shuttle right next to each other. Kind of cool. Um, yeah, what's the coolest single object you've seen? Like one thing where you're like, damn. Uh, slap selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> Massive. The hog platter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For me, it would have to be Discovery. Just because it still has the burn marks on it. Uh, like it. It looks like it just came from space and they just plopped it into the Smithsonian. It's it was crazy. I, I gotta say, seeing like uh, Enterprise was kind of underwhelming just because of yeah. how like clean it was because it never actually went to space. They just like <laughs> flew it around Earth a few times. 
And it's like, cool, wow. yeah, space shuttle. <laughs> wow. But then you go, you see Discovery, and you're like, okay, this thing has actually been, like, outside of our planet, and it's just I watched there. the final Discovery launch. Like, I was actually in Florida. I got to watch it. I was about a mile away and got to watch it go up into the sky. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool, just seeing something like that. Uh, yeah. That's all we got for fan mail. Remember, send your stuff in uh, questions, comments, concerns. Hold, hold on. Videos of oh, Travis's car. Shrimpbrowsepresents.gmail.com. What's up? I want to do, do a quick plug for the RCR Museum. I had okay. no idea that they had, like, real race cars in that place. But if you're trying to see, like, Dale Sr.'s actual, like, Daytona 500 winning car, Kevin Harvick's, like, any anything he's ever won in that means anything, it's right there, and you can pretty much reach out and touch him. That blew me away, and I had a personal tour for my, my, my guy, Jay Pennell. And uh, he used to work for RCR, and he could he could narrate the whole tour. They had like fifty senior cars. It kind of segues into like Harvick, and you, and you get like Austin Dillon. You got some other guys, but like it was surreal to be able to see Dale Senior's car and some of the Harvick cars just sitting right there. Like so, shout out to the RCR uh, museum. Oh yeah, shout out. Uh, Cody, did you want me to pull up these videos? Yes, they're all. Crazy. Is it is it time? Are we actually doing crazy fucking videos? Yes, dude, I'm gonna miss. It's I'm gonna miss boring. Reddit, man. Just pulling dude, up these videos over. on Reddit, but it's dude, fuck Reddit. Ten more I, days. I finally downloaded the app and like I saw like dudes fucking a watermelon. Like what? Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, they fucked hey, it. Probably what? Reddit on Sunday was based though. Did we see that sprint car one yet or not? I think uh oh we didn't we watched this uh we watched this like on our own but we can definitely show this to the class this is oh, at okay. creek county speedway in sapulpa oklahoma yeah due from like four to, yeah the last four they're all quick and this is this is like old i don't know when the hell this is from yeah this is titled the craziest sprint car crash or not Ooh. oh oh Oh, oh my god! Keep your foot in it. He does like a big twist. There's not a single thing broken in the suspension. He's driving good, dude. That's actually crazy. That was the, the checkered flag too. It's so like the race was done there. How does that happen, dude? Oh, how how does he not hit his wing? Keep your foot in it, dude. I frame by frame this. The wing comes like inches from touching the ground. <laughs> he gasses it somehow doesn't oh, hit the wing wow. and lands it without breaking anything and he keeps his foot in it Kyle Larson could never yeah, oh, talk about running the high side yeah I was keeping his foot in it upside down god damn uh, do we want to watch the, the tow truck video the yes. this one I think yeah. oh, this, this has made the rounds on the internet I think yeah, yeah, I, I think, think we've seen this. Okay, okay, okay. We might have watched it on this show. Okay, I think we did. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's good worth a rewatch. This guy gave into the voices. <laughs> there's right. there's a tow truck, like one of those flatbed things with the ramp down, and this guy just aims for it. I mean, like, I don't know how you They're do definitely that. Definitely texting. Definitely texting. Just wasn't fucking paying attention. Cool. Dude, the tow truck driver is like right in front of the thing. He like ducked for cover. 
in a neon vest. Nah, he cleared him. He cleared him by like two heads. He's good. <laughs> We've always wondered what would happen if you would take one of those. How we yeah. found out. <laughs> and then it's true. You get a bunch of air. <laughs> I love the shot of it too. Like this is such a great Did shot. Did it like land on that other car? No, the other car is in the right lane. Yeah, he yeah. landed in the left lane. Should imagine looking next to you, you hear noise, and you see a car landing upside down. <laughs> Look at it slow mo. <laughs> Dude, shout out to the cop that was like running towards it, like while it was like still airborne. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's lots of uh, there's EMS nearby at least. Uh, all right, all we also got this fireworks video. Sound on for this one. Okay. This one needs the sound. Right. It's got fireworks. We already know it's about to happen. I think we all these people in the street. This, why are they setting fireworks in the daytime? Because they're dumb. Oh my god! Oh, crazy! Oh, the kids! That was, that was a close call. All right, everyone, everyone, good. Everyone, oh. good. Uh oh! Oh, the car's on fire. Oh! He was setting fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, did they have a box under the car? That's what we heard in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they had a box of fireworks. Yeah, oh, they do, yeah, right behind the car. Oh, oh yep. Shit. So that's where all their stuff was. They did a horrible job setting this one off. And it lit the box. And the kids are right there. Move! Oh, uh oh he sees it. He sees it. <laughs> yeah, and now you're fucked. At least the people Need move quickly. This. That car is toast. Oh, the car yeah. is dead. Yeah, that going to be melted. It's lit like $5,000 worth of fireworks Jesus underneath Jesus Christ. They put it underneath the fuel tank, bro. Oh my god, dude. It was at this moment they knew they had fucked up. <laughs> it just looks like a bomb going off. Dude, look at that. It's Oppenheimer. That dude just like enveloped in the fucking <laughs> flames. Look at how fast the things come flying out of there. Oh my god. Uh, that's, a, that's a hell of a video. Alright, uh, last one. This one's titled Another, Tow yeah. Truck Driver of the Year. You have sounds on still, right? Yeah, uh, this uh... is in Europe. He's towing a beetle. Oh! Oh, no. oh my god. He's <laughs> going back to the truck again. Said, oh, no, Is this in no. Japan? He's bouncing off like four vehicles. It looks like he's going to hit more, but then the video stops. I wonder if this is a repo gone bad. Dude, oh, this is in like, Europe. And someone's like, honking at him, like telling him to stop. Yeah, like, he like forgot to lock the steering or couldn't lock the steering and just didn't care. I don't you get it. He already hit shit before. That bumper is coming off before he hit and the it, first dude, car. Dude, it shakes the hell out of this truck. Like he knows. Look at the truck. Oh, yeah. He just he doesn't care. He knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's bouncing it off of everyone's vans parked on the street. <laughs> God damn. That guy just honking away. Worth the effort, I guess. Hey, we're all caught uh, up on crazy videos. Yeah, we're actually caught up on crazy fucking videos. That's I good. could have posted a lot more if I wanted to, but I kept them to a minimum. Uh oh, right, you can't see what I see. Uh there we go. Fucking it, you fucking it. Uh thanks for watching. <laughs> what? I was gonna say at least you didn't have eighty two tabs up. <laughs> eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> Not the slap. Eighty nine. Um, this is the last ever episode of this show, but if there is one next week, it'll 
be the last one the of the season. Uh, well, I haven't started playing the music yet. Damn. I thought you were going to end it right, right there. Now we can do it. All right, we need a name. 24 I'm cents per person per day. <laughs> That's pretty good. Rainbow Valley. Oh. Rainbow Valley. That's not bad. They're all good. Brain damage for Yakuza. Hit the, hit the one two with the brain damage podcast right after one of our friends gets cte that's brutal he watches the show too <laughs> Shout out to Travis. moon man would understand he would we gotta get back on here sometime i'll let you decide dt i kind of like rainbow valley yeah i was gonna say i kind of like rainbow oh, valley like rainbow valley all right it's Rainbow like just Valley vague green enough. Boots. <laughs> green boots is a little on the nose. <laughs> Rainbow Valley left turn at green boots. Uh, Rainbow Valley. I yeah. think. Short, sweet. I think what I want to do is next episode will be like. Yeah, it's end of season one. That's actually a good point. I think next episode will be like end of the season. I don't know if we should take a week off because like there's a lot of stuff going on still to talk about. We still have shit to talk about every week. Um, we take a week off, it'll definitely be dead. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta so, get to so, like 56 and then call that season one. Like, the full year. Why 50? 50 is like the perfect. Also, no, a year has 52 weeks. I don't Wait, know what you're talking about. Wait, somewhere 52? Years, <laughs> that, uh, years 56 50. weeks and not 52? Wait, oh it's 52? <laughs> That's 52, you fucking. It's 12 God. months, not 13, Rusty. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, when the Earth doesn't spin and it's flat, I mean, I'm sorry. All right, all right. You got the local sun and moon. I lose track. <laughs> oh, the, the moon's not real, Rusty. It's I'm turning lights up. It's it's last call. Everyone say bye. Been crazy, yo. Yeah.